0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Do you know what went really well last
2: time? Roof chicken. Roof chickens. No,
0: We're Darren Starr Star was Melrose Place in 90210. Oh. It was, um, it was Patrick, Patrick King, whatever his... Oh, that's oh, it. He, David E. King. David E. King. No,
1: no, David E. Kelly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: No, the um the other guy, but I, I reckon it's me much. Oh,
1: Jesus. Aaron Starr. Is it Darren Starr or Aaron Darren, Starr? Darren Starr. No, they, you're talking about Aaron Sorkin. I mean just, Aaron oh, my S- spelling. <laughs> this is the best.
2: Okay, one, two, three. Hey, everyone, we're back. It's us. We're, we're back. With another episode, just like we've done before, every single week, here we are. Here we are. But this week is special. Why, abby Jones?
0: We've got another guest. We've got another guest. We've got another we, guest. We, we got are a loving guest. our got guests. A guest. We're so we lucky to get guest. the guests that we get oh, as well. I just love it. T- today's episode, we have a one of get really nervous when I introduce guests because I I start to fangirl and then I just sound like a fucking idiot. Anyway, I'm just going to get serious, but but friendly at the same time. Um, Today's guest is April Helene Horton, also known as the Bodzilla, the Bodzilla, the Bod. Mm -mm. She is a podcaster, a model, body positivity advocate, blogger, first Plus sized bikini billboard for curvy swimwear, cleverly titled Beach Please. Brilliant. Which came out in February. Please welcome April. Yay! Yay. Yay.
2: Thank you so, so much sweet.
0: for coming on.
2: That's there. <clears throat> welcome, welcome. Thank welcome you for joining us. So lovely You're- to meet you you're exactly who we love
0: and you know we started this podcast as a chick street chicks in history because we love talking about women who are quite forgotten from the past and i think that the the wonderful guests that we have on like you are the kind of women who are doing things in the present that one day people are going to podcast about I think you're one of those people. So I'm really really glad to know you.
1: Jeez, uh, I don't know how to respond to that. My face is like frozen in this giant smile of like, <laughs> oh my god, what a compliment. <laughs> Um, that is, I mean, I think if I'm, if I was to be really frank about what my goals are, I think that would quite reasonably say, I look forward to a time when what I, what I'm doing is referred to as the early stages of something that we live within. And that is so much more prevalent and that, you know, uh, uh, people who've come before me, the game changers, the people who started the body positivity movement, the, um, uh, you know, other people who live in these times now, but have experienced so many different things. To me, I just think oh, to be classified. You know, you know when someone says tag your favorite whatevers, mm-hmm. and then you see your name in amongst the names of people that you just like froth mm-hmm. on, and you're yeah. like, they think of me and that person at the same time. And I'm like, well, I'm done. That's oh, days yeah, over, I'm done. Sorted. Yeah, go to bed. All that's done.
0: well. That's Absolutely. good that you you know you know you're getting it. How what what you're doing to people because it's quite amazing and just keep doing it. Keep on doing keep it. On That's on another doing six where
2: did your five. story start, April?
1: Take us when, back. It was 1985.
2: To the early Corey days. Heart, so-
1: sunglasses at night was playing on the radio. Yeah. Oh, yes. In <laughs> June. <laughs> um, so aside from that, I was born and then a while after that, I just became that person in, in sort of where I, I could feel that I was different from everybody else. And some mm-hmm. of that was overt from other people who were like, oh, you're, look how tall you are. Oh, yeah, well, that's good because, you know, that means you're, you know, even down, aren't you, darling? You're well, going to be a basketball be- player. <laughs> oh. And <laughs> I'm Netballer. like... I, net, I was. I, I was a GK and I got sent off for intimidation. I was like, well, <laughs> you can't have it both ways. Do you want me to be big and bold or do you want me to just catch yes. the ball? Because I don't.
0: <laughs> and...
1: Oh, I love it. Yeah. So... Um, yeah I think from kind of early days like primary school days I was keenly aware of how different I was and I think my mum was really great at making that a good thing like being unique is special and that kind of I'm just like I honestly would just rather be called Jenny mum and have blonde hair uh, because that was what was kind of the thing at the time Um, and yeah it just kind of wasn't It wasn't all bad all the time because i like attention but i started to realize that negative attention i didn't like as much um Mm -hmm. so being targeted and bullied and hassled and all that kind of stuff which i think actually now that i'm older i realize that most kids even boys because i think that there's a lot of people that would just assume that you know we know that as women we get we we're held to such a a much higher standard from the Mm get-go but every person i know can be like high school was the worst because blah like most people some of them i'm like oh those are hard problems to have darling like oh i had to get dropped off right in the corner from school because everybody teased me because my dad had a lexus not (laughs) not the problem i'm talking about (laughs) but but i recognized that every 2015 one not a 2021 Oh, 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 oh oh it was yep. really embarrassing and where was the designer of things where did you where? go up yeah Goulburn, the uh Goulburn. The heart of the inland of regional new south wales we're the first inland city don't let bathurst tell you anything different oh. um <laughs> and, I love it and i happen to now be the queen of the town um yeah. Good. which so i, you should I be. was to be honest i must be very oh.
0: proud of you have you uh, cut a cut a ribbon
1: not yet. I I, I I was pretty sad, actually, because I saw in the paper that the mayor and our local member were opening a bridge. I was like, that's my thing. Yes. I should have been there for that. Anyway. Yeah. COVID or really, delivering a novelty check. Yes. Oh, I definitely check. think that's in my future. I have attended I dinners and other yep. receptions of sorts, but, yeah, yep. COVID. And, partners, and there's yeah.
0: plenty of more bridges to be built. That's- <laughs> We over
1: in Yeah, that's right. I am. Um, I, and look, I think if what I've done for so, we have a festival, the, the Lilac Festival. So, I'm the Lilac Coin, which <gasps> explains why everything in my life is purple. It already, again, already was. I was Beautiful. like, I was made for this. They're yeah. like, oh, do you have, like, you know, did you buy new clothes for all of that? I was like, no, I just got dressed and came yes. outside. Like, here I am. Um, I. I so we it was a fundraising competition, festival crown, a bit like the old Jackaranda Queen or Show Girl, mm. oh, yeah, yeah. very community focused. Ours is the longest run community festival in Australia, uh, exciting. And oh so, yeah, you can't be the queen and not like throw oh, you, up yeah, yeah, you gotta
0: know your stuff.
1: And you do, good. and She's I think good. then the, the second year rolled around and they were like, well, we can't have a fundraising competition or a parade, <laughs> had a parade, um, because of uh, COVID. So, I've actually been the queen uh, for two years history maker history maker right here. Yes. never been done before oh, um wow. so this year I will be handing the crown over and I think if I could say I did anything for that festival which was just to reinvigorate people's interest in it then great because it yeah. means that they want to come here spend their October long weekend seeing our beautiful city it's not a town I always say town it feels like a town but yeah it's, it a, a, it's city. a city full of amazing people and I I think if I can say that I got people a little bit interested in it again then that's all I care about
0: oh Oh, I'm sure you did yeah and Goldman is a great city and is your family all still there
1: uh yeah so we 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 moved here because my mum's here um and yeah it's been it's been great so it's just sort of like it feels like home definitely
0: and you're in Canberra now aren't you yeah yeah so how did you end up in Canberra
1: the highway um (laughs) It just um it just I, I was living there previously. I've been I've been around. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah. ACT in New South Wales, mostly nowhere else. But um
2: yeah. <laughs> but she's been around. I went all. To talk a she's so been all places. around those roundabouts in oh, ACT. Girl. That's that's it. It.
1: Yeah. Come on. I mean Why you not? can go, you can travel in and out of the state, like yeah, man.
2: that's it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And then so flash forward to like now having, you know, twenty three thousand. Instagram followers, is that right? Yeah, just Do, yeah, just, just twenty twenty
1: three, which excites me because it's my yeah. favorite number.
2: So yeah, like, oh, that's yeah. good. So,
1: so how um how did all that
2: start for you?
1: So, uh, I had a conversation with someone, my friend Jade, who um, she is a photographer and a branding gal. She does all sorts of things. I wouldn't even attempt to try to list them all, but in my case, she suggested that I focus on my body positivity messages that I'd been sharing prior to branding myself as the Bozilla. She's like, you should make that your thing. You're so good at it. You love it. You're passionate about it. It shows because at previous, I don't, you know, had a crack at the old mummy blogging because I had a child and you think, well, I mean, my child as cute as anyone else's. Here, hold on. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. <laughs> um, But as it turns out, although he's very cute, definitely wasn't the thing that I was into. Um, yeah. I went back to work. And so then I didn't have the time that I think you need to have to be able to create that kind of atmosphere online. So anyway, she was like, you are really, you're really passionate. You're quite political considering, you know, um, what's going on in the world. And this is uh, end of 2019. So February, 2020, uh, we decided that we would do a photo shoot and I would rebrand as the Godzilla, and that I would just focus on doing that. And I I felt really strongly, I have always felt really strongly about um wanting to change the world i think that the world is fine like you know it's not that i felt like oh we just need to start all over again but there's a lot of things that we need to work on um and i i guess for me what i'd been through i was just like can we if we could just get rid of this 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 everything would be much better um and so i i changed my name to the bodzilla for my birthday my 35th birthday because they say life begins at 40. And I just thought I'm going to get in early. Um, <laughs> and, <on> you. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And, um, and just through a really lucky series of events, I was able to connect with, talk to, and um, be amplified by people who had, reasonably big presences online so I was really lucky um Clem Ford reached out to me I think it was the June to say hey I'd love to have you on my podcast and that was a really important milestone I'd been on one or two other podcasts but that one was one that got quite a lot of attention people who were big fans of Clem were like oh my god I can't believe you know that that she's had you on her podcast and god knows I couldn't believe it either but um well that's how I
0: found you through Clem We so, awesome. you know, I was like, what? Who is this? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. All, Um, I thought you'd been around. I, for a while, I saw you do a live with her getting ready. In the Christmas. mornings, the two of yep. you and yep. um i loved that I'd, I'd been following you but that was the first time i actually really saw you um just having a chat and just being all girly with clement because i love people you know um are so quick to judge clementine as being a feminazi and hard, mm. you know hardcore and i'm like no
1: mm.
0: no she is one of the sweetest most gentle people i've ever met Literally.
1: and i love and- that I totally agree. And I think there are, there's two schools of people, well, there's the third school of people like us who were just like, shut up, don't say anything about our friend Clem. Um, yeah. But then there's, there's also, there's also the people who are like, Oh, I thought she was a feminist. What's she doing wearing makeup and promoting yeah. things. And then yeah. there other people who are like, Oh, you can't, you're a feminazi and I don't want to hear what you have to say. Cause you're just, yeah. you know, and the yeah. insults fly. So yes. I, I think that, and that's any, any woman on the internet, honestly, is just, it's kind of like prepare yourself. And that's, yeah. a, that's a gross reality of, I think, uh, pursuing any kind of career that allows you to be exposed to people yeah. in um, public, like your, your life be made public, is that they will think that it's fodder for their, yeah. you know, their boredom and their anger mm, and, mm. and that kind of thing. And I think that's one of the things that I, I was like, let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of the idea yeah. that we can uh, hold people to a standard that we don't hold ourselves for a start. Yeah. Um, and I think also that be feeling the right to talk to or about someone because of the way they look in mm. a way that makes them feel like absolute shit. Mm. is not okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I,
2: like, I've got to say, like I, I've, you know, I think just over the last sort of couple of years and, you know, I follow a lot of um, body positive people on Instagram and um, you know, I have never had an issue with my weight. I've learned not to comment on people's weight or how they look And I used to do that all the time. Like I'd see friends, and I'd be like, "Oh my God, you look amazing! God, you've lost weight! Like, what have you been doing?" Yeah. Um, And then I've only now started to realise. And I think you know, just listening to people like you, April, just saying, "Don't say you don't need to comment on what someone looks Mm. like." Yeah. You don't need to.
1: You don't need to. No, and I think if you want to give someone a compliment about how they make you feel and that's brought on by the way they look so oh my god i love that dress it just you look like sunshine mm-hmm. okay say that yeah like that yes. feels great who doesn't want to <laughs> who doesn't yeah. want to hear that yeah. but I, somebody last night i was literally at the shops oh look at you you're losing weight again you I know <laughs> who
0: yeah, yeah. Every single time I get yeah, yeah. Every single time I get it on um Instagram, mm. Mm. you're are you have you lost weight or are you you're looking thinner or anything? I mm. never. I actually delete the comment because I don't want it there for anyone else to see, and I never respond. I never talk about my weight in that capacity. Um, I just think it's not it's not important at all, and mm. I've really checked myself on being. I mean, I have been for years saying to someone, you look fantastic because you've lost weight. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. And I really like that you're using the word fat in a positive way, um, the amount of people that have said to me when I say I'm fat because that's my body shape.
1: Oh, don't you're not say fat, that. You're yeah, don't say that
0: about yourself. And it's like, no, I am fat. You are you are thin. Why is one good, one bad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and get rid of that. That's a body shape. It's not a feeling. You don't feel fat. Mm-hmm. You feel bloated or you feel whatever but you don't feel fat it's a body shape and we need to really start getting that education out there that it's not an insult yeah Mm -hmm. and it's a it so i really thank you for doing that kind of thing because that's something that i've been trying to do for a long time um and i wanted to ask you this is something that um i kind of battle with a bit um what do you think of the term plus size model?
1: I think that it's one of those descriptors that's only useful if it's providing context in the sense of something broader. In the same way that you wouldn't say that um, if there was a room full of six people and five of those people were femme-presenting people and then there was one masculine person and that person also happened to be black, you know that you can just say, oh, um, there's, uh, there's one guy in there and he's blah blah blah. If you point out that he's also black, well then why why and why is that what it's an yeah. unnecessary description that's providing context where you're giving a an unspoken piece of insight into like your feelings or thoughts about the person that that about yeah
0: them. yeah I, I yeah i i find plus size i just think you're I a model know.
1: You're not, yes. a model, you're not a model yeah. i think the only time it's useful is if they were to say we want super petite models we yes. want um, mid-size models and plus, and size, plus models. size models meaning yes. that we want people from sizes eight to yes. say 20.
0: Or and that would moment. be an industry thing a directive of from the industry
1: yeah that but you if, know if for if a I show said- Exactly. Something. But if I say, if someone says, oh, what do you do? And I rattle off all the things that I've managed to achieve in the last 18 months, um, I would just say model. I wouldn't say I was a plus. Yeah,
0: good, good. Mm. So,
1: yeah. yeah. More of
0: that. We need to, yeah, more of that. I was saying, um, I was thinking how um, the guy that was just on maths who is um, always being labelled in the articles as the first bisexual groom, and he said, I'm not... <laughs> that's not me. I'm a groom. I was a groom like every other guy on maths. Stop Mm -hmm. labelling me as such. And it's funny how we have to have these labels. Well,
1: that's exactly right. The unnecessary description that is when you write those words as the journalist trying to report on something, why is that fact important? If you're putting that fact, if you're front loading the information about someone's sexuality, that's because you think it's an important part of the story.
2: Yeah.
1: Why? Yeah. Yeah, Why? Right. Yeah. So me being a plus size model is only relevant in the context of describing a group of models who range in size. Yes. Otherwise, um, and and it oh, look, I just don't, I just generally don't like the term. I think it's I think it's infantilizing. I think it's trying to sugarcoat something because people still see being fat as negative. So if we could yes. get rid of that, it yes. wouldn't matter so much because mm. it would just be a descriptor mm. in the same way that you might say that something's brown or you might say that it's auburn, some sort of, you know what I mean? Like you can yeah. d- different yeah. describing words. Um, of course, I'm a writer, so I love words. Um, mm-hmm. That th- you can use them in different ways. But I think it's understanding the power of the words that you use, um, both for yourself and for other people. Because when people hear me say, "I am I'm a fat woman," and and I say it like, I you know I drink a flat wine, I'm a fat woman, I wear <laughs> size ten <laughs> shoes, like all just facts. Mm, yeah. There's no. Mm. There's no heaviness so to speak mm-hmm. around right. any of the particular words
0: yeah great good yeah
1: same
2: yeah. and yay thank yeah.
1: you I just, high fives all around
2: yeah I just want to say something it's been playing on my mind um I just when I said before that I, t- I feel really bad about this when I said before that I've never had an issue with my weight I feel really bad about saying that so, I mean, and I've just read, I've just re like, I've just, while you're talking, I was like, I, in my head, I was going, why, why did I say that? It's not, why is it an issue?
1: You've never experienced any kind of negative side effects from your weight is that what you mean when you say you haven't had an issue with your weight you've never been self-conscious about your weight you might have been like i've got a zit or my hair today yeah you've never thought gone outside and been like people are going to worry about how much space i'm taking up no or you've never thought about whether or not a chair is going to fit your ass in it you've whether you're going to get a job or not because systemic issues Mm, you've never been mm, a victim mm, of systemic mm. anti-fat bias no. which is great because yeah. there's got to be some people out there who are going to be allies for fat people yes. without yeah. having to have lived it. Because that's the thing, the narcissism behind only being able to humanise something when it matters yeah. to you
2: mm-hmm. is, Yeah, is, you know, yeah.
1: it's, it's that same. I'm someone's daughter, but no, I'm just yeah. a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that I, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. anyway. I think we're, we're unlearning mm. so much every mm. day. Mm. And I think mm. for you to be able to say, I have never experienced that is actually quite powerful because You are being able to say, I don't don't have an experience that I can bring along to this conversation. I'm going to listen to what you have to say and think about how what I'm doing affects the people who do have issues. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes for the listeners.
2: Yeah, Yeah, because I was telling Evie earlier that, you know, I said, you know, all the stuff that when I was doing a little um, online stalk research review before today, that, you know, I was surprised at how much of um, an big hoo-ha it was when you were like, you know, the the model for curvy uh, swimwear and how there were so many articles that had come up for that when I, you know, when I Googled you. Don't read and, the
1: comments. That's
2: my <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> Don't ever read the but comments. But I just thought it's 2021 and, like, I mean, it just blew my mind that, that it, there was such a, um, everyone made such a big deal about it, you know? what's yeah. such a big deal and it's like, why which is
0: a, a double-edged sword you want it to be a you big want it deal because it's yes. first it's a precedent mm. but at the same time it's fucking heartbreaking that it has to be such a big deal Deal.
1: yeah it's and yeah. I've, I've got to say it wasn't like lots of people like oh you're so brave and i've got mm. to say being in a very small swimsuit on a billboard no matter what size you are is probably a little bit brave isn't it because it's pretty terrifying six stories yeah. but um uh i think the idea of being the duality of being a spectacle and spectacular is quite quite the thing and i actually i definitely took away more good from that Uh, for all the like you know for all the vomit emojis or old blokes going, oh, this yeah. isn't. I love a curvy woman, but this is not healthy. Shut up, Trevor. No one cares. Mm-hmm. Remember, um, for all of the, I always try to say people's names of like people I don't know because I don't want yeah. them to think that I'm indirectly. I'm so glad
0: away. you don't know a Trevor. Don't know Trevor a Trevor. Well, I knew best. one
1: Trevor, but we don't need to talk about <laughs> so, it. Um,
0: <laughs> that's why you chose it, isn't it? Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> he probably um, deserves it.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, I think that. For all of the negative things that I saw, and I'm sure there were plenty I didn't say because I actively chose not to, why bother? Why waste my energy? Yeah. Um, I had 30 times as many great, and people writing to me in the DMs, people, yeah. um, one friend sending me um a message and she was like she had a little teary face and she's just like, I just am so happy that someone's doing this and I'm even happier yeah. that it's you because I just love you and thank you. Yeah. you. I just was like, yeah. well... Yeah. I, that's what I came for. Like yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say, Oh, stop it. Cause that's, that was the point. Yeah. The, when I agreed to do it, it was because I knew that I wanted people to know that I think that it's actually totally fine to wear your swimmers and go to the beach, no matter, no matter your size, yeah. no matter your body's yeah. abilities, whatever, because we all deserve to just get out in the sun and have a good time. If that's the point of Australia and we want to ask people where the bloody hell are you? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know where the bloody hell are all the people who are too afraid to go onto the beach because mm-hmm. shit, shitty societal expectations and probably things like having their parents go oh you're going out looking like that shut up yeah. oh, yeah. um, oh, God. like yeah. you know I think yeah. like that, yes. that to me is um yep. what we really need to focus on yeah, amazing
2: on you. well at this stage we normally ask you um just a few quick questions just to get to know you. I feel like we've just all become yeah. good friends just over yeah. that little <laughs> chat but um I'm gonna ask you a few little questions just so that our listeners can get to know you even more we call them the quick fire round questions and we'd like to know april what's the last podcast that you listened to
1: oh maintenance phase aubrey gordon um also tell us about your fat friend on instagram um she wrote uh under that anonymous handle for years and then has written a book and has now uh come out and said this is who I am in real life. So um it started off as her writing a letter to a friend um and explaining why like explaining all the things that we just talked about. Mm. Anyway, she's now recording this podcast with Michael last name I forget who you might also know from uh, your the You're Wrong About podcast. Uh, he, I love
2: that podcast. So
1: great. And You're so, wrong about. Oh my God. So good. And Nexi checks one. Oh, i chi- haven't listened to that one Evie, the one about the obesity epidemic changed my life yeah and michael tells this really great story and i tell everyone who i recommend this podcast to this story about him because it makes me love him so much mm. um he was on a date uh with a guy and the guy goes oh th- there was a fat lady walking down the street and the guy looked at her and went oh her poor shoes and michael went oh no turned around just walked off he was on a date oh. walking down the street and he just turned Good around on and looked back the other way and was like nope Nope. yeah That's the energy we're bringing is just oh noping god. your way out of any situation where someone acts like shit. Yeah. So he and Aubrey Gordon host this this podcast called Maintenance Phase, where they uh demystify and sort of truth tell about things that um diet culture has brought us, such as like snack wells cookies, you know, the um mm. horrible diet food, yeah diet uh, the biggest loser yeah. as a franchise. Oh my god, yeah. like just uh, a couple of times I am just like, I think I'm going to cry because this is just oh, so nice yeah. to hear people talking yeah. about these things and, and being open and upfront about them. Um, and I r- highly recommend that. Raymond's
2: um, face is yeah. a great, yeah. Oh, I'm going to love that because I love him.
1: Oh yeah, and she's the yeah. funniest, funniest. I mean, obviously, other than you two, the funniest <laughs> of course. podcast host, honestly, ever. The funniest, so, oh, so brilliant.
2: I haven't
0: I have listened to that podcast just so you know, Annie. Annie I knows I, I'm not into podcasts. You may, even them, you though don't I listen to them.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have.
0: I have it. my own podcast, but I don't. I don't listen to them. Uh, but sometimes I do. So yeah. I'm alive. Sometimes
2: I force her to, and <laughs> I just go. You just have to listen to this <laughs> one episode, oh, and, I'm yeah. t- and I'm and I'm and. Evie, you need to listen to the Dixie Chicks. Um, yeah, I will. Or I should I just say the Chicks now. Um, mm-hmm. yep. The Chicks the episode, chicks. because okay. Evie and I used to listen to the Chicks religiously. Oh, religiously. Um time we were getting ready to, to go get, out, yeah, they used to get
0: us through on. stuff, Not and sure. oh, <sighs> they were our go-to karaoke. Not and... ready
1: to make nice. It might be the greatest song <gasps> of all time. Yeah, uh, it's, I, I, it's
0: I agree. I there. agree. Yeah, just
2: great women. Yeah. speaking of okay. music okay. Mm, do you like this segue yeah. <laughs> i look like we're professionals um what's the last song that you listened to uh
1: so i of course have taylor swift on repeat but when i don't um justine el um i'm probably not saying that right uh she's released a new song demons so i've got a friend one of my best friends was at an event where she was the musical uh, entertainment and it was like can you you need to listen to this sending me her spotify obsessed and i love that spotify gives you these recommendations someone you follow has dropped a new song because this um this song came out on like, that day i was literally like hammered it so um justine is a sydney-based uh, musician and yeah obsessed what's her name justine i'm gonna, I'm gonna spell it because yeah that's great the kind of person idea. i am E-L-T-A-K-C-H-I. So that, and you, I think on Instagram, that's just her name too, at Justine L. Takshi. Okay, great. Mm, highly recommend. Okay, good. Last TV show you watched? Yeah, I'm binging Younger. So I'm one of those yes. people that watches the first two seasons of something, loves it, and then I'm just really busy and don't watch yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I don't make time for television a lot, but I've been on leave from my day job and I have wasted hours. Mm. Uh, not wasted, but, like, just literally done nothing but watched two more seasons. So I'm up to midway through season four of Younger and it's just such a great show. And it's really nice to see there's not a lot of... um you know they're not playing into tropes you know when we think about shows that we love and the nostalgia that we have for tv shows that we've you know seen in the past and now we look back and go oh that doesn't really stand up in 2020 yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. um shame even if they are having a reunion (laughs) um then you i think it's really nice that you can watch a show and not be like oh cringe like it's Mm. really quite clever and it doesn't it's not clever at the expense of marginalized people and yeah.
2: okay. That's good. I've started younger. So oh, I am I'm, I'm still in the first season. So <laughs> I'm up to the last okay. season. So okay, good. I and it's it That's is it's it? just yeah, it's just such an easy show to watch. It just you know, it's the same um uh costume person as Sex and the City as well. So it's um Patricia
1: don't let's start this again
2: i know i know (laughs) patricia what's her name something (laughs) um so the fashion is just awesome like the men are hot and it's just a good
1: i was left thinking about their budget watching it (laughs) i was like god this show must cost cost a bomb because they've just got such and great props and funny storylines that you're like that Mm -hmm. is the wackiest it's like alia mcbeal meets sex in the city but without any of the problematic tropes yeah. yeah yes oh, that's, that's a really good description discre- oh, yeah. I'll, sure I'll be sure to email Darren to yes. yes you
2: should be a writer or something you oh, yeah. I mean, good yeah. with words good um, and finally what's the last thing that gave you joy, what's the thing that gave me
1: joy? you know what I'm really lucky because lots of really silly things give me joy um, but I made a new friend so I I went to uh, Sydney for a couple of days and when I got back, so I caught the train because I just, the drive is so deadly, right? You just can't be bothered with it. And so I was at the station and I'd been in, um, caught up with some friends for lunch and gone to the station early because I'm a little anxiety turtle and can't cope with the idea of, oh, what if I'm late? I'd rather be there yeah. three hours early yeah, me too. and then lurk around. I walked yeah. up to the bar and there was this beautiful girl standing there and she was ordering a glass of bubbles. And I was like, because I'm one of those people that will talk to literally <laughs> anyone. I was like, oh, I'm going to have one of those too. And she's like, ah, oh, yay. And. <laughs> then because we paid and took our drink at the same time I was like I'm not sitting with anyone if you want to sit with me two hours we sat there. two hours oh, she was waiting for so someone cool. to pick her up they were running late I had three hours that I was stuck there and I made me a friend and she oh, was the best
0: that's like that, a movie plot
1: so that's good. so cool. that's a cute meet it was a meet cute, cute. Me yeah. cute. cute yes Sorry, I felt like I was trying to, I wasn't correcting you. No, today. I got to that, say that and then yes. you said that. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, I, yes. It really just, and we had a really clever feminist conversation and not, they don't all have to be that. Sometimes you can just talk about what you ate, but like we had a really great conversation, very, um, just really open, and we were both just obviously the kind of person who would just tell people whatever we're thinking. And I was like, "Yeah, that is one smart lady." Like I was just wow. like, "Thank you so much for hanging out." So oh, my wonderful. my day was I made much that. better by that. So that, did you
2: swap that Did you swap dates? Are you going to keep in touch? Facebook friends. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Like so that it. is actually I
0: think that is a so really cool. great movie idea, and that is a movie that I would really actually like to watch, as opposed to a rom com, which would. you know have that it sounds to me like before sunrise you know kind of thing like i love that's one of my favorite movies julia julia delpy and ethan hawke Mm -hmm. um and they catch a train from one european city to another and they it's just it's just dialogue the entire movie is just Mm -hmm. conversation and it's a rom it's a romantic it's not even a comedy but I would love to start seeing relationships like that through right. friendships. I'm on it. Mm. Been, I'm going to write, I write that. that. You could write that,
1: April. I, well, and yeah, I reckon we'll I, I know a few it. people that could give us a hand with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, you know, it really was. And it was one of those things. It's, it's, I think I truly believe in the synchronicity of mm-hmm. life, um, mm-hmm. you know? So when I, I think nothing bad could happen may as well just do it. And that's one of those things where I was like, you can save so me cool. if you want. And that gives me joy. That yeah, story. that gives me
0: joy too. Thank you. Okay. So please tell us all about your
2: chicken history.
1: Oh, okay. So my chicken history is the amazing Etta James. So, I love Oh
2: God, her. Evie's just going to
1: Put the oh, wet floor did sign I, did
2: out. I, <laughs> I love her so I just
1: hit the target? Yes, I, hit
0: the yes, I love her so much. Yes. Can I just tell you a quick seg- thing oh, about yes. her? Yes. I used to sing at last in because I used to be a jazz singer and she was one of my, um, that song, you know. Mm. And it was so funny this one night I was playing at the jazz bar that I played at every, every Friday night and Baz Luhrmann came in with his boy gang and they were filming Gatsby, the great Gatsby. And um, I sang it to him. And he said to me, You're good, but I know someone that sings it better. I went, Who? And he goes, Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs>
2: She's well, a good friend of mine. I went, Oh, are you uh, fucking name drop? Well, and if also, you come second in line to Beyonce, that's, I mean, I mean hello. To, I, yes.
0: I think I'm going to take that actually and yeah. just go, Yeah. yeah. But you I'm know what he did say? Yeah. What? He was like, You're an all right singer, but you are the funniest woman I've ever met in my life.
1: Tick. Tick, tick. Beyonce's not funny. She's she seems yes. cold as us.
2: So
1: oh. I—that's a great segue to one of my fun facts about Eda James. Uh, she she has been quoted as being none too pleased about Beyonce singing her song at Barack Obama's inauguration. Oh. So I loved and I loved this because I, I I sort of share I, I of course Beyonce amazing like what a what a queen I guess. But um like I also I'm like but what about Meryl Streep like you know mm-hmm. um. <laughs> People who are obsessed with Beyonce, I'm just like, I don't know if I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, mm, she's great, but lots of other people are great. I am also great. I feel like if I met Beyonce, I'd be like, hi, doll. Uh, Aren't we great?
2: Yeah, yeah. I I don't know.
1: I feel Mm. like I would be more starstruck if I met Deborah Malman again after that one Mm -hmm. time that I saw her at the Gloria Jeans in an airport and was like, oh, my God, I think I'm going (laughs) to faint. So whatever. Anyway, my story, Edna James... Uh, was not happy and she was um she was not happy and was <laughs> saying that Beyonce is gonna get her ass whooped was was what Ooh, she said.
2: she's gonna yeah. get her ass whooping.
1: She said, I can't stand Beyonce. She has no business up there singing up there to the big old president, singing my song that I've been singing forever. And I was like, Yeah, babe, get it. Get Fair up. enough. Yes.
0: They should have had um, her singing it. I, I was I'm just like, about to say that.
1: Yeah, Why so this didn't? That would have happened. actually been very
0: offensive to um, a legendary singer that's still alive with an amazing song yeah. to have some young filly come and yeah. you know mm. sing it's a bit it. Ageist, it is, yeah, isn't it? It is, um,
1: and a bit classed, it's probably, too, considering Beyonce's crazy rich. Um, mm. and yeah, so mm. she was not a fan. That was that was a report from February t- 2009. I can I even did say not know that? that. I can't I love say it. words wow. anymore, it's too far back <laughs> 2009. Yes. So, um Yes, Edda James is someone who I have loved. I, because we all have a thing for that song, I sang that song as my audition for Australian Idol. I didn't get in. Or did this, you? Right. Um, Casey Donovan did get in that year, though. and year. She I did okay that. on that show, um, too. She did. And she? I will, I recall, not so fondly, fondly telling people that I'd auditioned and when Casey would was on the stage, they were like, oh, well, see, they couldn't have had two of you oh, oh. Two, two 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 of what what yeah mm. Mm. uh, big brown hot bitches yeah there probably was mm. not enough room in that town for uh, the both of us but like um, mm. I love Casey Donovan. I stand her. I think she's amazing. Yes. And she, for me, was representation. I didn't, I almost, you know, I look back and I go, I didn't care that I didn't get on because I only auditioned because people were like, you should audition. And I went, oh, all right, I'll do it. Because what, what, what else am I going to do on a Saturday all day in the heat standing outside? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and to see her on stage, I'm like, well, that doesn't mean that I can't do it. Like, I, I just, just means I can't do it right now. Yep. And yes. here we are. So, yeah. Um, not that I'm singing, but that was my audition song. And it's also the song that I walked down the aisle to. Oh, love it. Oh that's beautiful. beautiful. It's oh, such my a my friends song. asked me
0: to sing that song for them walking down the aisle. And I said no, because I get so emotional at oh, weddings, especially my friends' weddings. That I said I won't get through it. It will sound mm. like a dog's breakfast. I like like, ah. really well. So I said, if you want me to record it, and then you can play my recording. Oh, you know, great. And yeah. yeah. So, but otherwise I yeah, I love that song. So, but it makes I just... so much
1: sense why we have an affinity. You yes. see? Mm. Fans. Um so Etta James was born in 1938 uh, on the 25th of January. And her birth name is Jemisetta Hawkins, which I think just sounds just as cool as Etta James. Jamisetta? Gemis, Jamisetta. And I, and I, hmm, well, that sounds Ooh, boss. That's, so that's, that's awesome. how I'm she got Etta, Etta and James like, right, from. I, ah, that's a great.
0: So she got Etta and James from Jamisetta.
1: Yeah. So she, right. she was given, or wow. she was renamed as part of one of her, you know, as it, as happens, a man was like, oh, help you but you got to change your name Mm. oh Mm -hmm. yes that seems Mm. about right Mm. um so without going into every single thing about her um some of the fun facts about her her it was rumored that she was the daughter of a famous pool player minnesota fats but it was never proven Mm. she did meet him uh once in 1987 but um she never knew who her dad was and her mum was um a bit absent Mm-hmm. As, as happens um and so she was born in los angeles and then when she was growing up she was not like they knew straight away that she was um a really great singer and like her mum was quite young her mum was 14 so um holy yeah. shit so, like it's a lot like straight off the bat and, and oh. these days you know i feel like um we look back and go, holy shit, that must have been hard. And at the time, I'm sure it was characterised quite differently. Mm. But um, she was being trained from the age of five in a choir, but her instructor was really abusive and violent. So that's how she learned Mm. to sing so strongly because he used to physically, like, hit her while she was singing to make her sing louder from her diaphragm. So everyone used to say she had an unusually strong voice and it's kind of like, yes. Because of that. Children will become unusually strong when subjected to that kind of terror. Um, So. She she had a, you know, a pretty scary childhood and I won't go into it too much because obviously the listeners are probably didn't come here to uh, hear all of that stuff. It's quite triggering. But uh, mm-hmm. then she met um, Johnny Otis, who was a musician, and she then recorded a number of songs um, with him. And so she started to get a bit of a name for herself. Uh, and then he, they helped he helped her get signed to a record label and she was in a girl group which they were actually called the creolettes which i love a little bit because it that's a yeah. call back to their skin color which which is mm-hmm. fine. like we don't love that but kind of love that because um my family uh on my dad's are from mauritius and that oh, term creole kind yes. of feels yes. like yes i you love know, the I'm word like,
2: creole oh, yeah, yeah i was going to say i, I like the, that word too
1: yeah, yeah so yeah um, yeah. So then they changed their name to the peaches. And then that's when he was like, right, you need to change your name of your band and your name needs to be something else. And that's where she got the name Edda James, her stage name. So she then went on to have quite a few hits. Uh, and it was r- like rumored that she, um, you know, she was one of the, she was referred to as one of countless black superstars who performed in Nashville's famed R and B clubs during the 40s, 50s, and 60s. So she was oh, she was around. Imagine. She was popular. Like yeah, pretty yeah, pretty legendary. Imagine being I'm, at any of like, I know, I oh, know,
2: imagine it. It's just it.
1: bonkers. And, and imagine like your story, what you were saying just before about singing and Bazelon turns up, like she would be able to, and actually the I'm, story I'm about to tell, Um, where you're just like the people that she was consorting with are the people that were like, and what about this person, this person, this person, yeah. like just craziness. Yeah. In early 19, I'm about to hit you with mine. In early 1955, she and an aspiring singer, 19-year-old Elvis Presley.
2: I was going to say Elvis.
1: Irsh, um, yes. She had a bill in a large club just outside of Memphis. And she spoke in her autobiography about how she impressed mm. how impressed she was with his manners, which I oh. just love. Cause we want to hear that there's a couple of good ones. And if Elvis yeah. is one of the good oh. ones, like I mean I well, just want
0: to know what he stole from her.
1: Um, well, <laughs> Oh, yeah, Evie's I not know, a fan not of a Elvis. Fan. Um, because I, he's I, a, because I, I, he appropriates. He appropriated, black black appropriated black black girl, girl. everything. Yeah, everything. Um, and he would
0: have appropriated
1: from her. Imagine the stats he would have even he got from her. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Um, lovely. You're right. You're nice right. And I think
1: growing up, my my mum's a big fan of Elvis, so I I want to lean into that thing like, oh, good reputation, love that, good job Elvis, but secretly also being like, oh, trash man. Um. So you're right. Um. And yeah. So in the years then, she recorded some of the songs that we know and love, including uh, At Last in 1961. Um, it apparently was not as successful um, as, as they expected it to be, which surprised me, but of course, it's still the best known version of the song. Um, and then started adding gospel elements to her songs. And so throughout the sort of 70s and 80s, she was with, uh, she changed uh, record labels and was performing concerts and things like that. So her heyday was kind of the 60s, but then uh, she you know, she, it's a bit like it's a bit like those concerts where it's some, um, you know, all of the certain group of people get excited because, oh my God, 1929's on tour. Like, oh so exciting. I feel like those would have been the vibes. Oh, and it changed. I used to bloody love her. Yeah. Um, I've got a twenty nine <laughs> Do you What's mean that?
2: 1927? Yeah, that's them. <laughs> That's the be- sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry, the- Ivy Davies. I'm really sorry.
2: <laughs> Davies was eyes. <ice. laughs> <laughs>
0: this is the best episode we've ever
1: had. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I lost.
2: Love- <laughs> Hey, if you're enjoying this episode, which we know you probably are, let's face it, um, can you do us a favour and subscribe? Mm. Review us? Mm. What else, Evie? Give us five stars. Oh, five stars, please. Thank you. Follow us on the Instagrams as well, because um, when we remember, we do put updates there. We do. Mm. Chickstreet as underscore well. podcast. That's it. And um, if you want to email us, you can. Mychickstreet at gmail.com. End.
0: oh fuck that makes me that made me laugh so hard this <laughs> oh, is brilliant
1: i shall forever now We known as that person who names always the wrong like first six people before i get to the right name um anyway i love <laughs> Because we uh, for knew me exactly who you were talking about not,
2: every time you Yeah, yeah. I'm like she means nineteen twenty seven, but whatever. Exactly who talking gonna... about. Oh, God. That band right. will now forever be known as nineteen twenty nine. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Yeah, they probably crash. would have done a lot better with
1: themselves yeah. if
2: they'd had Ivor Davies <laughs> it
1: they'd been called. Other than that one sad song that was on a neighbour's ad in 1989.
2: Um, oh, that's funny. Is that could uh, okay.
1: <laughs> be
0: I, when I worked at Hogsworth on the uh, Gold Coast in 1995, uh, he came in, the lead singer, and I went, can I get your autograph? He went, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> it was so fast. Oh, my
1: God. God that reminds autographs me were a thing. I saw... him. From- I saw Claudia Carvana at a comedy festival last weekend and I ran up to her and I was like, comedy dickhead. I don't care. And I was like, I want to say that I don't always do this, but I do absolutely always do this. Um Hello. <laughs> I'm collecting the the three pieces of the puzzle. I've met Deborah Mailman, I met Samuel Johnson in a hog's breath. And now you're here. She goes, what about Joel Edgerton? I said, I don't care about him, I care about. You. <laughs> she was like, all right. You just want to like, try Victor, a and you've got it. Tick. That That's apartment. So ticked. You've got the proper triangle oh. of oh. secret life of us. Truly, Truly, an insane. Um. Oh, oh my okay. god. That's oh. funny. Okay. I don't know if you're going to leave that in or not. Maybe we should just pretend. Oh, we've, no. I oh, will leave to. it That's in. Oh. that is the all best. Gold. That's all part of it. Part anyway. of it. Now I know you actually asked me to answer some particular questions about this person, but I, you, you, one, your, the question I'm answering is, what did they do that was awesome? And it's just a long list. Please um, do misconceptions. I'm not sure. Like, I mean, one of the things that I actually never knew about Edda James was that she had a really quite significant substance abuse issues. Mm. I had no idea. So, I mean, mm. I also was only exposed to her through the magic of CDs. Um, so it's not like, yeah, you I'm know, perhaps if I had seen her performing in person, I would be like. This reminds me of that time I went to see Robbie Williams. Because um, yes. <laughs> he was a mess. Um, but <laughs> well, he was hot though. 2003, my first concert, 18, Robbie Remember Williams. We pulled someone oh. up on stage every every night? Oh, and he did. And, and he them them did, off. and I was like, and my mum said, oh, it won't be Utah because he wouldn't be able to lift you up. Oh. Um,
2: <clears throat> well, one Stop. thing I did love about Rock, because I, I went to that concert, 2003, I think yeah. I was there too. He used to have um, his lyrics up on the big screen mm-hmm. with a with a bouncy ball so yep. that if even if you went to see him and you didn't know the words to all the songs cuz that's what you want to do at a live concert is sing along you could sing along because he had the I thought that was brilliant.
1: Thought, because if you only jumped right. onto the Robbie Robbie Williams train for that album, which was what the um, escapology, or maybe it was the one before, and you didn't know any of the songs of the album that had Millennium on it. Yeah, that's right. You could so if yeah. you weren't me, because I'm a who was like, catalog anyone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thank you um yeah you could sing along but also and now we think like accessibility reasons too it's like if you exactly mm, we yeah, love that he exactly. was, he was breaking
0: the, paving the mm. way he wasn't
1: doing it on purpose though to be i don't he think he's doing yeah. it because he liked to hear people singing back to him that's, yeah, attention, that's what, yeah i'm attention sure. singer, but like who am i to call anyone out for being an attention seeker um <laughs> and i've got to say like the opening act. Do you remember who the opening act was for that tour? No. Duran Duran. Duran Duran. I have imagine- no. a <laughs> debut show. Simon Le bon. I know that that's <laughs> Simon Le Bon. Um, and being bloody... the
0: support act after being so big in the so 80s. So this is
1: what I'm thinking. Actually, I probably should have used this example instead of the terrible nonsense that I said just before about that band, um, who I won't say their name now because I can't remember what year <laughs> I'm trying to say. Um, I I agree. Like, they imagine- sang
0: Funky Town, didn't they? Sorry.
1: pseudo echo um (laughs) i know the important facts Uh, (laughs) yeah i think that yeah that would be a real like would feel like a fall from grace that that leads nicely into what i was about to say in the later years of her career so the last 20 years of her career because she passed away in 2012 she included guest appearances at grateful dead concerts which i just feel like what (laughs) what (laughs) What the hell why i don't really understand no i don't know no, um not. and and um then it started by the mid 1990s her classic hits were being used in commercials yeah. which i guess would have also felt like mm. oh have i made it or also like oh is that all it's good for i don't know I right? there's some mm. some level of like yeah. you you want to be glad yeah. that your stuff's getting used at all but yeah so Uh, she then, yeah, jazz festivals and so on, and then portrayed by Beyonce in Cadillac Records in 2008, which is obviously the reason why then she performed at the inauguration. Right. Yeah. But she was still performing in 2006, which I think is probably also why she was not feeling too pleased about Beyonce stealing her cred. Absolutely. Um, And then, yeah, so, um... In 2019, New York Times listed her among hundreds of artists whose materials reportedly destroyed in the Universal fire in 2008 at the studios. Oh, which no. I'm just like, that's oh. just the saddest thing I ever heard. Obviously. Sacrilege. Mm. Yeah, it's terrible. And that. um, and she, yeah, passed away in 2012. Um, she suffered from dementia and leukemia in her later years. Um, mm. Did she have children? Uh, she had two sons, Donto and Cometo, Um oh. and they both performed with her. Uh, Donto played drums and Someto played bass guitar in the sort of 90s and 2000s. But oh,
0: Yeah, shame so she didn't have a daughter. Yeah. Oh, she might have be- had a little mini no. with a voice like that. And
1: that, and that little girl, Absolutely. I think we've all seen that YouTube clip with the little girl dancing to Aretha mm-hmm. Franklin. Yes. Too yes. unlike those yes. would have been the would've vibes, been, right? Uh, for sure. Yes. So um, Al Sharpton presided over her funeral um, oh. and uh, Stevie Wonder, Beyonce and Christina mm. Aguilera all gave a musical tribute. So, and she was buried in LA where she was born. So. I remember um, Christina Aguilera. <gasps> what a go- I love Christina Aguilera.
0: I, mean, I, I do too, but no, I don't like that she was doing better
1: songs. Like, um, I think that mm. sometimes it's that thing of wanting to sanitize the music that's not For Mm. people, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's Christina Aguilera had a very strong voice, but she didn't need to take Edda's music to be able to perform that. Like she had a lot of her own music. That's right. Yeah, and that's probably what Edda thought about Beyonce as well. Yeah. Just go back to your cocktail glass and short whatever. Go
2: back to your surfboard, surfboard, (laughs)
1: surfboard. I haven't thought about that in so so long. My God, so funny. Surfboard. (laughs) Surfboard. (laughs) I have still
0: not. have a problem with Beyonce because I sent her an, a, an open letter asking her why she allowed her husband to sing on that, to rap on that song about Tina Turner making. Mm. What happened to her? Such a. She never replied. Yeah, what, a
1: bit, like, rude. what an ignorant sod. Yeah.
2: How rude. Well, Etta James, that's a James. good chicken that's history. a really good oh,
1: one. Thanks. I what was, I was desperately like, who will I? And it just came to me. Oh, yes. because i have the cd in my car that our wedding favors with the cd oh. that had all of our wedding songs in it
0: and it's, it's a perfect song. one for you perfect one for this show so it, yeah it's synchronicity yes oh
1: mm-hmm. we mm. love it. we love that Aww. um so, james, we love you etta oh. james we I, salute you I, I, I yeah etta james a nice warm bath and your yes. housemate's not there <gasps> And your your bathroom's all like blue and white and nice and has a window on both yes. sides, both walls. And you just play Eda James as loud as you can with the window yes. it and
0: have a bath. So, you know, last week Annie and I went to the Paris Cat Jazz Cafe um, Bar in Melbourne here, and mm. we saw Tando and Belle do the songs of Layla Hathaway and Jill, Jill Scott. Scott, and it was it was a a, a bit of a moment of mm. soul. You know, like... It, you, you left you and you were like, a
1: bit of a different person after that?
0: Yeah, yeah, know, mm-hmm. yes. you, you. It was it just, was just so, so beautiful.
1: So good. Uh, but good to hear live music. I
0: wish that you were in Melbourne because we would have Again. Take, brought now, you as well.
1: I will tell you a secret. I'm going to be there later this year and when I am.
2: Yeah, we're taking you. Oh, this has been so much fun. Yeah. Thank you so Thank much Thank you for so much. Yeah, it's been such it. a delight to meet yeah. you. You are such a ray of sunshine, sunshine. You really are yes oh, and you. and positivity and i love how you dress i love your okay. colorful yes, i have to yeah mix
1: I, and match
2: stuff that you put i'm always like oh
1: that just looks oh. so good that and and i think that's one of those it's things where so when so i was a color. kid my mum would be like what are you wearing and i'm like "Mom, it's fashion and now i'm yeah. like okay. it's fashion. <laughs> everybody on instagram says so i love um, it and then it must be true um thank yeah. you so much it's been such a pleasure and i'm so excited to have recorded this um with you both you are just actually oh, you're so,
0: so welcome i just wanted to say also that um you've april has a show coming out on the fourth and the fifth of june at oh, the I arts do. at the canberra theater center so listeners you've still got a week to buy tickets if you're in Canberra so please and go to her Instagram the bodzilla and yes. you can click on the link and um, buy your tickets that way
1: and I can't say that I won't sing it's not part of the act it's supposed <gasps> to be comedy but it, I mean that kind um, of- yeah,
0: you must
1: makes sense you so must. thank you so much both of you thank, thank you. you thank you thank you
0: for being on we love you love you Look at you, you've got to the end. So if you're still listening, I'm just going to give you a few little credit bits. The executive producers of this podcast is me, Eva Jones, and of course Annie Potatoes. But we've also got Sam Peterson. He's our producer, our editor, our wine boy, our whipping boy. He does everything. And he's also got a great podcast called Confessions of the Idiots. You know, if you want to listen to us... We appreciate you. Follow us on Instagram at chickstree underscore podcast and you can email us at mychickstree at gmail.com.